Hello, beloved. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are feeling connected and feeling the deep sacred current of life force moving through you. These energies in recent days have been very mm, nuanced and multi-layered and very big. And I think that, as always, there are many different experiences that people are having at the same time. I would say that the two primary experiences that I'm hearing about, observing, aware of, that are for uh, speaking to you today are one, the feeling of and the experience of having what you are creating next coming through you in robust flow of uh, that you're bringing into form what you're creating next in a very a uh, very effective, very powerful way where it's just kind of coming through you and out onto the page or the canvas or the screen or the whatever. It doesn't matter um, that it's coming out uh, very uh, robustly, almost fire hose like. And your work during this phase, if that is your experience, is really that level, that new level of mastery around how to corral that fire hose, how to tend to that fire hose and ensure that it is directed uh, in the highest for your, what you are creating, what you're, what you're putting into form way. And so there are many different aspects of that. Um, and we love these phases when things are just in absolute outflow, pouring out, creating, that the power of it is coming through you and feels very strong and very um, effective. And we love that. And especially for the highly gifted, this is like our Valhalla <laughs> that we are always seeking how to uh, have that experience as often as possible and with as minimal as possible of a kind of a blowback on the other side of it. Because what often happens with these, if we are not skillful with it, is that we can create crashes um, by uh, in various different ways. And that's not our topic here today, but it's just to be just to mention to be aware of. So then the other experience that may be going on and what you may be having is sort of a flickering in and out of each of these also. So there may be a both and here uh, for some of you. But the other experience um, that's been going on, particularly for the last uh, couple of days uh, as I'm recording this, and I actually don't have any idea what the date or time is. <laughs> it's the morning of whatever day this is and time dates is hard. Um, but you'll see, you'll see what the date is from the, the published notes. But the, the last couple of days have been for some very challenging to function at all in the ways that we are expecting ourselves and expecting others to function in the 3D. The, the kind of 
doing and creating, taking care of business, handling any kind of 3D stuff, which can include just as simple as like talking to other humans in kind of the physical talking form. Um, very difficult, a very kind of a sense of heaviness is very prevalent during that. And for some, the heaviness can feel sort of like the old weights uh, coming up to kind of pull you down again. And there is a intense cle cleansing or clearing uh, uh, aspect to these current energies for all, regardless of the experience that you're having in your awake awareness. This intense cleansing and clearing is in service to this massive inflection point that is coming up soon with the June solstice. I'll talk about that more in a minute. So this heaviness may be related to the kind of flickering through of some of what is being cleared. But it is also related to for some the what is coming through into the biology and into the being in the embodied human is the remembrance of being able to fly being able to float being able to move very easily being able to function in extremely low gravity. And we are here on Earth with a certain um, uh, gravity degree that is specific to Earth and is part of sort of the superpowers of Earth is to have the particular degree point of gravity that she exerts and has that is what allows for the creation of of so much of the beautiful things that we see and engage with. And there is a current feeling of almost an oppressive nature of this level of gravity. There's a, we want to bust up and out of this level of gravity. And I'm not saying that's what's actually going to happen, um, but it's this memory of it that is coming through and so the experience of these last, uh, particularly these last few days, may very much be marked by that really the only things you can sort of tolerate in terms of activities are things that allow you to get a reprieve from gravity. So swimming, floating in water in some way um, is absolutely, you may find is like the only thing that works for you that feels really good. Another one that is not quite as great, but also maybe easier to access for some is driving and that feeling of kind of just being out for a drive. It doesn't matter where you're going, being particularly if you can get away from, you know, where there's lots of population, that feeling of the floating, the moving more easily that comes with it, um, riding a bicycle, uh, anything that is going to put you into an easier experience of motion or movement or release from gravity is probably one of the only uh, things that have been felt good in your experience in these in these current days. Um, and of course, some of you are mixing these together, right? Where there's like, oh, you may have a phase of, oh, incredible throughput, output uh, into form um, of what you know without a shadow of a doubt is core, uh, fundamental, foundational to this next phase of how you will 
going to interact with the, the, the physical world in the near future, in the coming phase, and then suddenly like, okay, that's done. I can't do another minute of anything ever. <laughs> and we go into this weird kind of bubble fugue state of like this combination of sort of heaviness or oppressiveness. And if we're able to access some sense of freedom from gravity, of a lightening, of a lessening of gravity, then this may be oh, just an absolute a form of bliss that is less the kind of ecstatic uh, bliss of new sort of awareness expansion uh, connectedness in some way. It's more a bliss of like a remembrance. And so there may just be just the faintest hint of a melancholy to it as a result of that. And there's just all these different sort of lives and energies and realms and dimensions are are coming together, are bleeding together more and more um, and kind of coming more and more into contact with each other within your embodied self. So they've always been connected. It's your embodied access to all of it that is shifting, right? So it's all perspective. It's all context. It's all your own view and where you're at. So these are some of the experiences that you may have been having. And all of this is very, very, very uh, in service to preparing us, wherever we're individually at, to be able to bring into us up through and down in the huge kind of inflection point that is uh, the June solstice. And I've been talking briefly about the June solstice in earlier transmissions, um, and it's been difficult to articulate into words what the purpose of that is. But uh, as I've been as I've been sharing about this year, we just have many, many, many of these huge what I what I've been calling inflection points. I'm no longer even calling most of them kind of portals. Um, or or doorways or thresholds uh, because this gives a kind of a sense of a linear journey that isn't quite right. We are in a, you know, we're, we're experiencing many different things all at once. And then these inflection points come in and amplify what we're experiencing wherever we're at. And so the inflection point is like this huge amplifier. You, you kind of, we kind of come into sort of the space of it and it's like, you know, uh, it's, you know, I'm just getting this image for some reason of like you're driving along on a cold day and you hit a patch of black ice and whichever is going on in your car at that time, the black ice just, just magnifies it, right? That you're just like, vroom. Right. And it can have a little bit of a feeling of out of control like that. It's, it's not disastrous. Like, so I, I realize that some of you are going to hear black ice and driving and go, oh, no, it's a big crash. No, 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 not at all. It's almost like you hit the black ice of the inflection point and the opportunity is, oh, we don't drive anymore. Now we fly. OK, cool. And so part of the the preparation leading up to the inflection point is the kind of the cleansing and the clearing. But also there's a putting into place, whether you're conscious, consciously aware of it or not, or have mental models for it or not, of sort of new skills or capacities or muscle memories or something that allows when the moment hits, 
of you hit the black ice and the car will no longer work as the vehicle to simply transmute the car and the self and the being into, oh, now we're in a flight pattern. Now we're into flying. And this was just a sort of like boom up and out off of that. And so this is we're preparing for that. And in the moment of the flight coming in of that shift, like we can't it's not like, oh, yeah, I know how to do this because I've been practicing it, right? It's not like, oh, yeah, I've been preparing to run the marathon by running a bunch of, you know, uh, of of regular side races. It's not like that. It's just a sudden, oh, I didn't know I knew how to do this, but look at me, I'm doing it, right? It's that dragonfly moment of being being compelled up and out of the water, up into the air, and then, oh, Oh, I can fly. Look at these wings I have. I didn't even know I had them, right? Or the caterpillar, or the caterpillar, the the butterfly. I'm sorry, the butterfly breaking out of the cocoon, right? But the dragonfly feels more on point for what we've been recently experiencing because with the dragonfly, there is this 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 kind of compulsion towards certain death in the immediate experience. Now, the caterpillar's process is slower. Right. The caterpillar is kind of like, oh, I am compelled to do this, but it's, it feels gentle. Like I'm kind of I'm making this cocoon and I'm just sort of nesting and I'm just kind of slowly kind of melting into the beautiful cocoon that I'm creating. And it's a very kind of slow dissolving liquefaction that the caterpillar goes through. There isn't a violence to it or shockingness to it its energy is a, is a is a sort of a quiet reclaiming slow dissolving back out of form and then a reforming from what is most useful to retain of that into the butterfly and when ready a smushing out of the cocoon that is ready to break apart and then like oh look What's this crazy experience? Oh, wings, neat. Okay, here we go. And flutter, flutter off. With the dragonfly, there is a more of a kind of a violence to it um, where the, you know, the dragonfly is in that larval nymph form under the water. That's how it breathes. That's how it lives. And suddenly it is compelled. I must go above the water line. I must go up into the air, even though Everything up until that point would suggest that to do so is to die. And we are dying again. Again and again and again and again. This is the experience. This is the evolutionary journey right now is to, to, to die again into the self, allow what is no longer going to be needed to fall away and only bring the kind of the core constituents, the core elements, the core essences that are necessary for the next phase up into the next phase or out or long into the next phase of self and then reconstituting self based on that and the new things that can be created for self as a result in terms of the experience of self as a result. And this is the spiral. Right. We're moving up the spiral or you might say down the spiral, whichever both are correct. But the spiral moves up and down. And as we change levels, there's a dying and a falling away. And then a new rebirth is occurring. 
and we're never done with this, I don't feel, um, but we have phases in the planetary energies and phases within our own individual journeys where it's more extreme, right? Like I've had many experiences of the kind of the dying and the rebirthing that have been very gentle and that have just felt like, oh, that was a nice morning, <laughs> right? And then we've had phases where it's like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm not going to survive it. And no, you're not. Because on the other side of it, you're going to be completely different. You're remaking yourself. You're allowing yourself to be completely undone and deconstructed and then reconstructed on the other side. And so with the dragonfly, she comes up above the waterline and then finds the spot to go and kind of hang out by the edge of the water and all of this kind of carapace this this kind of kind of hard shell that is all that is kind of her body or her sense of self starts to crack open and there's this violent breaking apart of this along her back and it's pulls out and open and splits open and then this whole new version of herself comes out and and within that new version is where she has the dragonfly form that we think of the adult dragonfly form of having wings and the adult us gets the wings right and uh and then you know can fly so with the spiral going up and down, what I want to say about that is that for some of us, the the directionality matters and we can think of it as a descending spiral if we are wanting to experience the bringing of the cosmic, of the divine, of the celestial, of the stars down into the embodied human, into the earth. And this movement closer and closer down towards earth and into earth and into that deep sacred current of life force and into the soil and into the mycelial networks, right? This may be very much at all the time or at certain points along the way, the kind of the directionality of the spiral that is what feels the most powerful and uh, correct for you, aligned for you, and supportive. And then the spiral up, which, by the way, you're doing both at the exact same time. Any movement that you're having, you're kind of doing both at the exact same time. The spiral up can be very much when we're in that place of I'm sh- I'm feeling that I'm shedding density, I'm shedding the old, I'm removing that which is not useful. I'm 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 bringing all of my kind of what I want to what is best to keep, if you will, from the embodied experiences, moving that up and bringing that up into the celestial, the stars, the cosmic, the the divine and making it sorry, making that sound like the divine is up and not down and the divine is in all things. But some of you have an idea of the divine as like up like a sort of like, oh, we go up to heaven, oh, we go up to the divine, which is, of course, incorrect. It's inside every little tiny thing, that deep sacred current of life force is where the divine exists in all things. Um, But the up may also resonate for those of you who are um, having the experience of the kind of the, the returning to source, right? So 
I hope that this is helpful to you in navigating these times. What I want to suggest as we prepare, continue to prepare um, and move towards solstice are a couple of different tactical things. So one, any of the things that I've just described that feel like, oh, yeah, that that feels good. Just do and give yourself more of that in the days leading up to solstice and be as present in those experiences as you can. And if you are struggling to bring into form things that you're bringing through into 3D form in whatever way that looks like, whether it's, you know, you're accounting and paying bills or you're, you know, you're, you're, you're painting or you're writing or your materials in your business or your products or you're, you know, physically working in the garden or you're, you know, landscaping or the redesigning in your house or doing the laundry. Like it doesn't matter. Anything that you're trying to bring into form, particularly those things that are, you feel within your being are in the correct alignment for the next phase of what you'll be doing and experiencing in the physical. When you have the the flow to go ahead and create, drop everything else, tell everything else to piss off, including people and lovingly, but everybody piss off and let that happen. Let that flow come through and feel into the very nuanced way in which the flow that's coming through you, instead of kind of you're just going to ride that current, that it is a fire hose and you can come into a mastery, a new degree of mastery of how to direct it. Because you may have eight different things that you feel you could direct that fire hose towards, but in your heart of hearts, if you drop in and listen, you know that one of them is actually in that moment, the one that serves your highest timeline, your purest, most most effusive, most blissful, most joyful expression of self in the embodied realms. And so, That's kind of a little bit of that mastery. And then when it's done, let it be done. No forcing. It won't work. It'll just make you crabby and miserable. And then that leads to a very rapid sort of falling apart of emotional state, uh, which does not serve you. But if that's what occurs, that's what occurs. Be gentle with yourself. Be loving with yourself. And any in any way that you are feeling kind of can't do it or stuck or kind of weighed down or like you're shedding or even if you know I feel great that I'm doing this great cleansing work and I'm so here for it. And it's kind of hellacious, (laughs) right? Like, yeah, totally. I get it. Uh, I've actually been having a a couple of days of that myself. Um, Just seek any of these uh, tactical ways in which you can alleviate even briefly the experience of gravity being at the kind of the earth level of gravity. So instead of like a one G experience, how can you get yourself into like, you know, the 0.8.7.5 G sense of, of gravity. Um, so yeah, so that is very useful in that regard. I would also say that for, for those of us who are in the phase of building, creating things that are for kind of our next phase, if we have a sense of that, um, through the end of June is our best window to do, to com- kind of, to really to do that, that things get really, there's a lot of energetics happening that are very supportive and amazing, um, uh, throughout the summer, 
but like there's some foundational pieces that you may be trying to put into place, don't don't imagine I'll put those off and do them in July or August. I'm not saying you won't do things in July or August. I'm just saying you will be much better served by getting as much of it done in June as possible. And if you have the flow happening and you can get as much done as possible before solstice, even better, but not in any sense of a grinder hustle, just in the sense of that kind of refined mastery around I'm directing the fire hose. And if you do literally nothing between now and the solstice, there's no failure. If you do literally nothing between now and the end of June, there's no failure. There's no, I don't want you to have any iota of a sense of like, oops, that'll mean I'll miss out in some way on the other side of this inflection point of solstice or the other side of this kind of June, uh, you know, second half of June creating such a, such a, a powerful opportunity for people to bring things into form that are the foundations or the groundwork for the next thing that they're creating um, uh, later in the summer and into the next two to two to four years. Um, So this is a big kind of groundwork time, the laying the groundwork, laying the foundation, and then solstice creates a huge uh, inflection amplifier point for that. So there may be almost nothing about sort of what's needed in 3D for that. This idea of groundwork and foundational um, work may be entirely inside you, within you. And that paying attention to kind of things that, need, that you think of as needing to be done in the 3D is actually irrelevant and just a distraction. So be very open to that possibility as well. Very open to it. Um, but there is very much about this end of June period that is about kind of laying the groundwork for the next phase um, in your experiences. Um, all right. So I hope this is helpful. And um, I also want to um, reference a few recent items for you. So the if you're feeling you may I just want to I want to direct you back to I shared um, uh, some items recently on the um, uh, kind of access connection to Lady of the Lake and Merlin and the Excalibur codes um, and the restoration of Excalibur within you and also Arthur. And um, there were two pieces on this kind of a guided session as well as a kind of a sort of explanatory supplemental companion piece that was sort of a talk about it. And this is this kind of connecting into these intense sort of wizardry magical expressions of the feminine and the masculine and the restoration of them coming together and being integrated within us. This is a very important um, aspect of the energies um, that have been uh, coming together as the founder codes have come through in the end of throughout May and as those are getting integrated into the earth grid, the new flower energy earth grid, and within ourselves as well. And um, later this summer, uh, we hope to be, we expect to be making available to you as standalone resources, materials that have previously been only available inside private groups or one-on-one for me around um, both the founder codes work, but also a bunch of kind of money energies pieces that I think are going to be very interesting for people because what's happening as we're going through this, uh, as we're kind of laying the groundwork, if you will, 
the next phase of the next kind of two, there's a two year phase, but also a four year phase. So the next sort of two to four years, we have this enormous expansion of people who are coming into, they want a very different um, way of expressing themselves through uh, in the world, in service of the world in some way, and in a way that aligns such that it becomes their primary income generating strategy instead of having these things be separate, which has been often the case for many of these people. And they're trying to figure this out and it's very new for them. And so there is a opportunity for many to start shifting in if you've already been in service to people who are moving through these kind of awakening evolutionary journeys wanting to come into the kind of the higher ways be aware that there's an opportunity for you in your groundwork that you're laying now to think about how am i going to be in service to those people who are sort of coming in right it's almost like i've been in this town where there's been you know a hundred people and i've organized how I'm functioning in the town to be of highest service to these hundred people. But we just got the word that 5,000 people are going to be moving into the town over the next three months. And I have to really shift. How am I thinking about what is going to be the highest, best uh, use of me in service to all those people integrating well into this town in a way that is perfect and beautiful for this town and for each of them and for all of us who are already here. And, and which very much includes me in that I am equally valid and important in that. So there's no martyrdom. There's no sacrifice. There's none of that, right? We, none of that is even relevant in this town at all, not allowed. So I think that's the best way to think about it. Right. And so you're maybe you you may not even be aware of this in your consciousness. This may be the first time you're going, oh, that's what's happening. This groundwork that I can't quite wrap my head around in terms of a mental model for my brain to engage with. It's about how am I going to be supporting these 5,000, and it's not literal, but these, you know, these 5,000 people coming into my township, um, or you may be one of the 5,000 and you're aware of, okay, I'm going to this new township. How am I going to integrate here? What will I bring that is a value that I enjoy doing that I, that I love that lights me up? in a new way because it's a new opportunity it's a new invention or iteration of self and maybe back where i used to live i was always you know a computer programmer but here i want to you know be someone who works with the children of the town because that's always been in my heart and i'm ready now to do it for the first time and i have some ways of doing this right so all, at all different levels, this is happening. And so we're pre preparing for this. So um, I want you to, oh, this is really interesting. I have several birds suddenly coming to bring messages into support of this. And I don't know what kind of bird that is. It looks almost like a young, oh, yeah. I think that they're young morning doves. There's two of them. They're gorgeous. I'm, I'll have to go back and like kind of look in a picture to see if that's true. I'm never really good at 
identifying the human names for for other living creatures but they're here they're here and these are whatever they are they are the like they they're bringing in this energy of the new re being reborn the new version of self that we're speaking to here so this is really really beautiful and i think a, a, a very powerful uh light note for us to conclude on and so what i want to um to simply say as we're parting is that i love you and that i thank you for your light in the world and you are magnificent and these are wondrous times and i hope that you are uh creating as many ways as possible to experience the wonder of them and the wonder that is you. I love you.